Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. As always, I'm here to make sure that you get off to an amazing start of this week. If you are new to the podcast and our community, then make sure you give the show a follow. That is that little plus button, save button up in the right corner usually. And by clicking that, you will be notified when new episodes come out every single week. Also, this is week four of our advent calendar and thereby also the last week of our advent calendar. We're coming up towards Christmas. And if you are looking for a last minute gift to give to another equestrian this Christmas, know that this week we're giving 20% off all our gift cards. You can choose from different amounts, but to give an example, if you were to buy a gift card of 100 euros, you'd only be paying 80 euros, but really your friend will be getting the value of 100 euros to spend in our Mindic store. And in the Mindic store, you can buy single one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, you can buy courses, or you can buy our group coaching program, PEP. That means that you could literally give someone the gift of confidence this Christmas. And I'd say that is quite a unique gift. To get those gift cards, go to mindic.eu store and tick in the code giftcard20 off in checkout. So you'll need to go to the store. You need to click on the gift card of your chosen value. And then when you check out, you tick in the code giftcard20 off. This is only valid this week. So meaning the 18th till the 25th of December, and you'll find the link to the store and the code also in the show notes. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about why you need to stop trying. And this might seem a little bit contradictory to what you've been told earlier on in your life, but please give me the benefit of the doubt here and let me explain. So first of all, what does trying actually mean? When do you actually say, I will try? Really think about this. What are the moments where you say that you'll try? Usually it's the moments where you aren't quite sure or whether or not you will succeed. So instead of saying a full-fledged, yes, I will, you say, I'll try. And it's not a very powerful and confident place to come from, if you ask me. In fact, trying to do something is a mode based on doubt. Just as knowing, as I've often talked about this on this podcast in the past, knowing that you'll be able to do something is a mode based on confidence. And I don't know about you, but I'd much rather come from a place of confidence than from a place of doubt. Now, if you're like most of my clients, right now you're thinking, sure, Jocelyn, I'd love to come from a place of confidence. But the problem is that I don't always know I'll be able to do something. And, you know, I get it. In fact, you can't know for sure that you can do a particular thing until you've actually done it. And this is where we get into a bit of a chicken and egg situation. In order to know you'll be able to do something, you need to have done it. You need to have collected the evidence for your brain that you can do it. Now, the problem, though, is that when you come from a place of doubt, when you just try to do something, chances aren't very big that you'll actually succeed. 
and you'll collect just yet another experience speaking against that you can do it. If you, however, were to go at it with determination, with an attitude of, I will make this work, then trust me, your chances of success will be a lot bigger. So I'm going to give you guys an example here. And I've seen this time and time again with my clients. We agree on an action point in a call, for example, to keep a thought journal for the upcoming week. And my client says, okay, I'll try. <laughs> there it is again, the try. What this tells me is that they aren't sure they'll be able to actually make it work. They doubt they'll be able to take the action. And instead of giving me their full commitment and thereby finding a way to make it work, they're giving themselves an out from the start. They're self-handicapping themselves. And when I first started coaching, I would have allowed people to leave a call saying they would try. I would be like, okay, that's good enough. But I quickly stopped doing this as almost always when my clients said they would try something, they showed up to the next call not having done the action, not having completed their homework. And nowadays, none of my clients are allowed to say they'll try. I challenge them immediately and I ask, will you do it or won't you do it? And if they say won't for whatever reason, we find another task because I know that trying to do something is a recipe for disaster. Not only because they aren't very likely to do it, but also because, as I've already explained, it's detrimental to your confidence. It creates doubts. Now, I also want to dive into a slightly different version of trying, and that is trying too hard. This is slightly different in the sense that now the commitment and determination is certainly there, but also here, it's based on a state of doubt. When we're trying too hard, we're often trying to prove ourselves, either to other people or to that demon in their heads that keeps on telling us that we can't do it, that demon that keeps on telling us we aren't good enough. And since you never try to prove what is certain, trying to prove yourself is in effect also a mode based on doubt. Now, you might be thinking, well, to succeed in anything in life, you need to try hard. Really, though? I mean, that might be what you've been told for a big part of your life. But let's investigate this a little closer. Picture yourself on your horse. You're having a lesson. The teacher tells you, now try to get your distances a bit better. Try to get your distances right. And as if you weren't already doing this, you think, okay, I just need to try a little harder. And what happens in your body? You're likely creating a kind of frown in your entire face, you tense up all your facial muscles, you might stop breathing, you stiffen up your entire body out of fear of getting it wrong, you forget to do the things that are actually going to get you that great distance because all your conscious mind is thinking, I can't get this wrong, I can't get this wrong. Like even me saying that I tense up my entire body. Helpful much? No, I didn't think so. So can we all once and for all conclude that trying hard is not helpful? In fact, it tends to ruin yours and your horse's performance altogether. So what can you do instead? Here is my advice, and I've already alluded to this in the last couple of solo episodes that I've done. Be aware. Notice how your horse feels underneath you and allow your body 
to react as it sees fit. I guarantee you that if you step out of the trying mode, the mode of tension, the mode of doubt, and simply focus on what you are feeling, focus on sharpening your senses, meaning your smell, well, it's not very useful in horse riding, but your smell, your taste, your, what you're hearing, what you're feeling, what you're seeing, all those senses that you've got, focus on sharpening those. And again, in horse riding, usually what you are feeling, what you're seeing, what you're hearing to a certain extent is usually the most helpful senses, right? So focus on sharpening those senses and your body will know how to react. Your body will know what to do to get your desired end result. And even if it doesn't at this very moment, it will learn very quickly. If you allow it to, if you allow it to notice what is really going on, if you're open to take in what is coming in through your senses. Now, what to be aware of, though, is of course entirely up to you. Something that has had a transformational effect for me, though, has been to focus on the horse's hind legs. And I have a really cool exercise that I've come up with, which I call TikTok. Yeah, pretty much like the social media app. I don't even use this myself, but all the teenagers seem to be using it. This app called TikTok. Why TikTok, you might wonder? Because this is the sound my horse's hind hooves make when they touch the asphalt when I'm out riding in the neighborhood. So TikTok, TikTok. So basically what this exercise is, is calling out tick every time your horse's left hind leg hits the ground and talk every time your horse's right hind leg hits the ground. And in the beginning, I would actually advise you to do this out loud. Tick, talk, tick, talk. Later on, you can do this just in your head if you don't want to be doing this in your lesson and all this kind of thing. I get it. But when you're on your own, when you first start doing this, really call it out. It might seem like a silly exercise, but trust me, this is transformational. Because what this does is keeping you aware of where your horse's hind legs are how much impulse you've got in the horse's hind legs, how far underneath your horse they are, whether they are further to the left, further to the right, straight under your horse, how far in front they are under your horse, how far back they are under your horse. And trust me, this is exactly what you want to be aware of, no matter which equestrian discipline you're practicing. Right. That's all I got for you for today. What I took you through today is why you need to stop trying. Why? Because trying is a mode based on doubt. It's detrimental to your confidence and it gives you very, very slim chances to succeed. Because you either end up not taking things seriously or you end up trying too hard, which brings about tense muscles, lack of breathing and an overall negative impact on your performance. So really, you'd best just erase the word try out of your vocabulary altogether. If you were to say it by mistake, make sure you correct yourself and say something more empowering or helpful. Something like instead of trying to see your stride, you'll be aware of your horse's hind legs. And to give you a bit of my secret sauce, a brilliant exercise as I told you about that I've come up with is to call out tick tock whenever your horse's hind hooves are hitting the ground. It might seem simple, but trust me, it has an absolute transformational effect because it keeps you in the present moment. Plus, it ensures that you are aware of what is happening with your horse's hind legs at all times, which happens to be a critical factor to success, 
no matter which equestrian discipline you are practicing. You cannot call out TikTok if you are not feeling, if you are not sharpening your feeling organ, like you cannot call it out. So it forces you to stay sharp and to really feel what is happening in your horse's hind leg. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to support us, then the best thing you can do is to help us spread the word. Tell your friends about this, share it on social media. Please tag us in it when you do. Or you can give this podcast a rating and a review when you do so. This podcast is going to be shown to more people out there. You can do so either in Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Please tick in a couple of stars. Give us a comment. Tell us what you think about this podcast. And don't forget, this week we're giving you 20% off on all our gift cards which can be used to buy our courses, single one-on-one coaching sessions, or our group coaching program, PEP. You'll find them on our website, mindig.eu store, and the 20% will be taken off when you use the code giftcard20 off at checkout. The link and code can be found in the show notes. And as always, apart from wishing you a very Merry Christmas, I'm going to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. See you on the next Magical Monday.